You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. It's Wednesday evening and you know exactly what that means as we wrap up our show. It's time for our executive lounge uh, segment and on today's executive lounge, I'm joined on the line by the Chief Executive Officer of the Association of Comms and Technology, Nomvuiso Bati. Good evening, uh, Ms. Bati. Thanks so much for taking the time. Let's start with the Association for Comms and Technology. You're the inaugural CEO. Uh, what does the business do? Do what is the goal of the association? I mean, it was formed uh, fairly recently in in 2022, I believe. What does it do, and why was it formed? Oh, thank you very much, Jimmy, and uh, thank you for having me uh, with your listeners as well. So, the Association of Comms and Technology—it's an industry association representing six mobile operators as its members, network operators, which is your Celsi, Vodacom. MTN, Telcom, Liquid Intelligent, and Rain. And why it was created, it was twofold in the main, to actually to make sure that the sector, as it stands, when it deals with issues of regulation and policy, it speaks with one voice. And also that we do uh, in-depth research as an association on different focus areas that are involved in the ICT space. So if you think about it, these six network operators were licensed on the 5G spectrum, and they've been experiencing a number of challenges, such as your economic sabotage of physical and digital infrastructure, the issues of load shedding, and how do you find solutions for that? So those are the things that we have been busy with, including how to have an effective regulatory environment that is fit for purpose in this modern era. As you know, a lot of people talk about artificial intelligence and the likes. So that's what we do. That's what we're all about as, a, as, as our focus area in the main. Now, this isn't the first role uh, that you've held in the telecoms uh, space. I mean, you've been in the space uh, for well over uh, 10 years and having previously come uh, from the Independent Communications Authority, how do you see this space at the moment? The telecom space has gone through quite a lot of changes around uh, spectrum, around, as you said, the challenges that they've all had to face as various industry players and competing for market share and all of that. Um, How do you see the space at the moment now that you sit uh, almost on behalf of all of the players or the main players in the space? I see the space as a space that is constantly, constantly evolving, changing each and every day. Uh, However, from a policy and a regulatory point of view, there's a bit of a a time, a very long time lag, wherein, uh, just by way of an example, we last have uh, legislative changes in 2003, if you think of the context that you are in on in, on radio, you think of, uh, let's say, SAFM is highly regulated. However, your over-the-top services, you, or those people are not subjected to any regulatory framework whatsoever. So, uh, as you know, technology moves forward and the government and regulatory bodies are slow to, to, to pick up. So the changes that are happening in the sector, both from the current and future, there is that very long time lag that we're not picking up as as government. So as I was saying earlier, if you hear somebody talk about artificial intelligence, we always think, oh, people are going to lose jobs. Uh, it means there is no future for of, of work. But we have not talked about what does artificial intelligence mean 
for the South African context. What are the things that needs to be looked at from a regulatory point of view? The same now, if you think about it, you have rules, right? As a, as a person that is an SAFM, that comes from the PCCSA, you are subjected to those rules, what you can say, uh, you cannot use foul language and the likes. But a person that has a podcast does not have those same rules. So there is something that with this evolution and the fast-moving pace of our technology that we are not coming into grips with from a policy and regulatory point of view because technology waits for no one. So in our sector, we have challenges as well, such as the OTT players and the satellite players that are coming in without a licensing regime and without a framework that they fall into. And they will just offer services to end users such as yourself and me. How do we make sure do we have a and we're not advocating for harsher regulation. Maybe it's time to relook loosening of the regulatory framework for all players uh, so that there's fair game. So those are the kind of things that we are saying that because you can't keep up with the changes in technology. No, so enough of yeah. the, the heavy stuff. Let's get into the good things, right? You have a bachelor's okay. law degree from Forte University. Uh, this was obviously before your master's in business leadership uh, that you now have as well. Uh, but I imagine as a lawyer, things like policy and, and um, a lot of research goes into uh, the work that you do and all of that. But what, what are you currently reading? Please don't tell me it's a policy so, book. Yes. I'm reading a couple of books. (laughs) The first one, uh, and and this is such a cliche, it's the first book that I'm reading because a friend of mine took me to this place. It's a book by Dr. Alistair Mukwena of uh, uh, Google Savings of Self Mastery. That's the first book that I'm reading. And the second book, it's an old, old book that that was apparently first published which I'm still struggling going through. It was published in 1973 by N. Chabani Mangai called Being Black in the World. It's a very in-depth book. <laughs> yeah. So I'm reading those two books. Uh, those are the books that are, are, are next to my nightstand. And I must say, uh, the one of uh, Dr. Mukwena is easy read and it's, it's quite light reading. And I'm enjoying even this. This one, Being Black in the World, is quite heavy on me at this point. <laughs> I think there's a lot of self-reflection in uh, a book like that, especially if we think about yeah. the context of where we are uh, in South Africa and the democracy that we're going through and, and all of that. No, so right. when you wake up, what does, a, what does a day look like in your life beyond the, the roles and responsibilities that come with ACT? Do you wake up and decide you have coffee in the morning? Is there a school run? What, what does that day look like? I wish. So I wake up in the morning. Um, first, I, I do my prayers. And then I need to be at the gym by 6 a.m. to do, I swim. So I, I started swimming this year. So I enjoy swimming, indoor swimming. It's a weird thing. I can't do outdoor swimming. So I do indoor swimming because I only live with my husband at home. Our kids are, are based in KwaZulu-Natal. I don't prepare. I don't drink coffee. I'm just that boring. I don't consume any milk products. So I'll only eat later in the day uh, after I've done my gym, went, gone to work. Then the most boring thing I eat 
is I prepare sorghum, something with legumes. I like a lot of beans, that kind of food. So that's what I'll do. And for fun, I hang out with my friends. So I swim. That's what I do at the gym. Uh, help discover is listening. Vitality points. That vitality check-in is coming up. Nombu, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. so what's your favorite part of what you do from a job perspective i mean obviously uh, there's there's a lot that goes into uh, the the things that you mentioned and what you alluded to around needing to uh, look at the industry as a whole what's your favorite interaction uh, that you enjoy or you at least look forward to uh, when you think about the the work side of things actually i like when you use the word interaction so the most favorite thing i like i write reading writing those are my strengths but the thing that i like the most is trying to convince a person and it's stakeholder relations and say this is where the world is going this is how it looks like and in this i think more than anything it, i i i honed this skill during uh, uh COVID because during COVID, COVID gave me so much um, confidence i'll say that in terms of managing big projects and convincing people why do you have to roll out network in rural area because people have moved why do you have to make sure that radio and postal services is available 24 7 during COVID? why is it of importance so the most important thing of my job that i do that I enjoy, I enjoy stakeholder management and talking to people and meeting uh, new people. So I love uh, that. That's the most favorite thing that I do uh, uh, in my job. I can meet with people uh, almost on a daily basis. And, uh, I, and, that's, and that's why I say, call it stakeholder engagement. That's what I, just to convince people, what am I doing? What, how to how I think we can rebuild South Africa for the better. It's clear why they had you as the inaugural CEO of, of the ACT. <laughs> um, yeah. Nombu, so if you had to sort of give a bit of advice to to the younger people, I mean, you, you mentioned that you're reading uh, that book and I imagine a lot of young black South Africans sit out there. Um, we know what the youth unemployment stats are. We know what we've gone through. If you had to give uh, the youth advice around whether it's the professional workforce or just general life advice, like one good piece of just, this is what you should do if you want to get things right. What would that be? I think that one of the main things for me that I've picked up uh, as, as I'm journeying through life is that your integrity, your being true to who you are is the best thing that you can offer to people. No matter how many times you fail, uh, because you've always had integrity, people will trust you with their most precious possessions. And I never thought that, I mean, you see who my members, I mentioned who my members are. These guys are giving me a responsibility, such a huge responsibility. And they've entrusted me with, a, with funds that they have worked hard for. Yes, I account for them, but I believe that the integrity and the honesty that I have displayed is something that has worked for me more than the the, the qualifications and, and anything else that I've always shown up and always been reliable and uh, being a person of integrity in everything that I do. And that's what I, I'll, I, I'll say. And then talking about the book, Being Black in the World, the one thing that I'm picking, that's why I'm saying I'm struggling with it, 
is the issue of mental health. How, and, and this book talks about it so much uh, that uh, you actually think, uh, how do you, because you show up in, in different environments as a, as a son with your parents, as a partner to your partner, as a, so, so, so it, it's taking care of, your, of yourself. Like mental health is very critical. And when I picked up this book, I never thought it was dealing about that right about mental health in 1973 at that that's quite a heavy heavy book but it's definitely something that does need to be discussed uh we'll leave the conversation on that note uh and thank you so much for that conversation uh that was miss nomvuiso obati who is the ceo of the association for comms and technology in south africa uh, joining me on this week's executive lounge uh, to tell us more about herself uh, her goals her aspirations and how much she enjoys swimming You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.